Hi, I'm Lauren. Hi, I'm Kelly, and welcome to The Millennial Minimalists. We are two Canadian millennials and minimalists on a mission to live more with less. And together, our goal is to inspire you to design a simpler, more intentional life. Hi, everyone. It's Kelly and Lauren here. Today, after reaching our 100th episode milestone, we thought we would recap some of the key content that we have covered over the years, including our individual conversations and guest interviews. We have covered everything from how to manage the excess in your life, including physical, mental, emotional, and digital clutter, to how to use your time with intention, boost your productivity, and find greater fulfillment. It's already been so much fun for the both of us to look back on all the discussions we have had, and I'm sure that as we run through these episodes, we will have a few stories and memories to share. And as many of you know, we have played with a few podcast formats, those mainly being our one-on-one conversations and guest interviews. We've interviewed minimalist thought leaders and also authors in the personal development and self-help spheres. We've also shared a few short essays that I've written for minimalism.life, which is an online publication focused on the nuances of minimalism. And if you haven't checked it out already, check it out. It's minimalism.life and it's actually run by the minimalists. Really, really cool, amazing articles on on there. So definitely check it out. And lastly, we've shared a few podcasts that I've been interviewed on, which has been really cool. And so to start today off, we have a couple of announcements for you. As many of you have heard in recent episodes, Lauren and I are building our first lifestyle product that can help you reinvent your wardrobe habits and maintain an organized closet for good. And in our episode 100, Lauren mentioned that it worked on her mother's closet. And as you say, Lauren, if it can work on your mother's closet, it can work for anyone. Yeah, you guys have hope then. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And also as part of taking time to focus on building this product, we have decided to take a little break from the podcast, but we will be back in June with a new episode highlighting this product launch and more. So please stay tuned. And if you don't already, please follow us on social media at Millennial Minimalist, where we will be sharing some updates. In the meantime, today, we are going to give you a summary of some of our 100 episodes to remind you about some discussions that you may have missed so that you can refer back. Or perhaps you are a new listener and you don't know where to start. So we are hopeful that this episode will help you navigate through it all. Yeah, it was crazy looking back on all of the episodes we've done. Yeah, it's, gosh, it's so amazing like how many, we've, how many interesting people we've interviewed as well. Yeah. How many people we've met and just how much I've learned. Like I I was thinking, I was like, oh, I learned that from that one or that from that one. And I know it's amazing. It's like, we are sharing all this information with our listeners, but at the same time, the benefit to us is we're also learning. We're also growing. So it's, it's awesome. So when Lauren and I first started this podcast, we obviously started with a lot of one-on-one conversations between the two of us, which is super fun, super interesting. And I remember the first time So I have a friend named Jack Greystone. He's a minimalist influencer. You can follow him at Jack Greystone. Can't miss him. He looks like um, Johnny Depp from Pirates of the Caribbean. He's got that really cool look. Anyways, so the episode is episode 20, Getting Started with Jack Greystone. And that was our first interview. And he shared his story, how he, he became a minimalist. And he shares some incredible minimalist lifestyles tips from a male perspective, which is really neat. 
So yeah, so that was our first interview. And then our second interview was with Natalia Juarez. Natalia Juarez is a breakup coach and dating strategist. Lauren and I love her. I love her. She is incredible. She gives incredible advice and it worked with me. So I'm going to share that. Yeah. Okay. So those were episodes. That was episode 26 called Better Breakups and Quality Dating. And then we interviewed her again a year later, episode 76. And that that episode's called Dating Relationships and Breakups. So Lauren, I'm going to hand it off to you. It was so much fun. It was so much fun. It was years ago. I remember... I think it was October, November, we interviewed her. I was 29 years old. And she, she said, you know, what's the biggest quality you look for in someone? And I jokingly said, I guess I can't say tall. And, <laughs> and she looked at me and she was like, if you want tall, you better get on it. <laughs> and what is funny is she was just like, you know, as you get older, the dating pool gets smaller because people start to marry off and you, you can't have all of these specific attributes. Not obviously there's things I look for in someone aside from that. But she really encouraged me to use all platforms and everything I had accessible to me. So she was like, get on the apps if you want to make a profile or like, you know, really put yourself out there. Um, Ask people if they know anyone that was single, not to sound desperate. I probably sound desperate right now. No, it seems like you were like, you just made it a priority. It was a priority. Like I, I was 29. I do want to get married and start a family. And it was just a priority to meet someone to share my life with. I was at that age where I wanted to start looking for someone. I thought it would happen organically in my twenties and it didn't. So I was like ready to like put effort into it. And I think a lot of us shy off from dating. And I know you do this too, Kelly. It's like (laughs) if someone likes you and you don't like them back, you feel bad and you don't know how to end things. And then you get awkward and it, or you get really hurt. Like I know I get really hurt if I like someone and they don't like me back. And the whole experience is just so emotional and traumatizing that I think people don't want to approach it. But she, she really encouraged me and gave me, or even when we were on the podcast, just gave really practical tips on how to like tell someone that you really enjoyed getting to know them, but you didn't feel connection with them. Or if someone doesn't like you to like move on and know that you will eventually meet someone. Yeah. She put it into a perspective. Like if someone's not that interested in you, like everybody has a type, a, yeah. A type, right? So you can't take that personally. I remember telling you back in the day, Lauren, I remember saying, hey, like in my modeling years, being in that industry, it's so harsh that you quickly, you, you built this thick skin. So if someone's not into you, I'm like, okay, well, I just wasn't the person that they were looking for. And then I move on. You'd be like, how do you do that? And it's just like, you've grown into that mentality, which is great. And, and Natalia really in these episodes helps us simplify how we think about dating relationships and also breakups. So yeah, very interesting. Well, she did such a good job of it. And you know, what I loved about our episodes and everything I've learned throughout these years on the podcast is that where, and I found this in my own life, where I found success, there was simplicity. And I always kept with the one date a week. And I've said this in other episodes, or I think I have, I went on 47 first dates in two years. That's first dates. That's not second dates, third dates, fourth dates, fifth dates. These are first dates. 
and I, I'm with the 47. So we've been together for seven months. Like I'm head over heels in love. So it did work. It took substantially longer than I thought it would. It was worth it. I say, I always say I would have gone on 147 dates to meet him, but, and he's six foot five. So I got my tall. <laughs> That's awesome. He's almost too tall, but what I loved about her is that she's very encouraging. She's very proactive about dating. Like she's like, don't sit back and let him come to you. Like go out, know what you want and like find him. So if you're single and you want to meet someone, I highly recommend listening to those episodes. Um, she was one of my favorite people to interview on the podcast and her advice worked. So yeah. And if you'd like to learn more about Natalia, you can actually visit her site at lovistics.com. That's L-O-V-I-S-T-I-C-S.com. Yeah. And definitely refer back to those episodes again, episode 26 and episode 76. So another person that we interviewed is a minimalist thought leader, female thought leader, Courtney Carver. Many of our listeners, I'm sure, know about Courtney. She's an amazing author and recognized female minimalist blogger. And the episode is episode 36, titled Simplify Your Life with Courtney Carver. And Courtney actually, oh, she was such a pleasure to speak with, such an amazing woman. Uh, she shares her minimalist stories and, and her tips on how to simplify your life, especially when it comes to your wardrobe. And she introduced us to her wardrobe challenge called Project 333, which is something that's really, really worked for me. And it challenges you to wear 33 items for three months. And if you want to learn more about it, check out her blog at www.bemorewithless.com. And uh, yes, it's, it's incredible. Yeah. And I didn't realize this until I started talking to people, but a lot of people really struggle with their closet, even if they don't struggle with excess in other areas in their life. So highly, I mean, obviously what we're working on is to help combat that, but highly recommend listening to that because it is worth it. It it's crazy how much time we spend shopping and trying to get ready and pick outfits. So if even if that's all you did with minimalism was get your closet down to the stuff you actually wear, you'll be ahead of the game. Yeah, it, it will it will actually influence every other area in your life though. Like it will inspire you to clear the excess in other areas once you master your wardrobe. And we also interviewed uh, Christy Sumer. She's the founder of Encircled and Encircled is a sustainable clothing line. And in our discussion, which was episode 43, titled Create an Ethical Wardrobe with Christy Sumer. She shares her wardrobe story and how, you know, she was on a mission to create a more ethical wardrobe. Uh, and then and then from that idea, she started to build her own line. It was incredible. And uh, you can learn more about Christy at encircled.ca. So, and I found that conversation very calming. Uh, she actually came to our studio, Lauren's apartment. Back when we could see people. <laughs> exactly, back when we could do interviews in person. And, uh, oh, she was so lovely. And uh, she, that conversation really inspired me to think more about the clothing that I'm buying, how the brand is, is manufacturing these clothes. And I had never thought about sustainability in terms of my closet. And uh, this conversation definitely inspired that. So... Yeah. Someone else that we also interviewed, Raphael Wong. Uh, he's a fellow podcaster and serial entrepreneur, and he speaks on productivity. And the episode's episode 44, Minimalist Productivity Habits. 
And it's actually one of our most popular episodes. And I think it's because it's focused on productivity. Everybody's trying to figure out like how to be more productive and maximize their time or use their time uh, really wisely when it comes to completing a certain task. So, so we discuss proven systems for success to help you use your time with intention and boost your productivity. And so the next person we interviewed is Jacqueline Way. She's the founder of 365give.ca. And we discussed the importance of giving back and how giving back can be simple, fun, and achievable. And it's episode 46, How to Be Happy Every Day. And she says that when we give, we receive a helper's high in return. And she inspired us to take on a seven-day give challenge. And over those days, Lauren and I did different things, but one of those days we decided to give back by feeding the homeless one morning, which was, wow, such an eye opener. I'd never done something like that before. Um, you hadn't either, right, Lauren? No, I hadn't. Yeah. So it was the first time we did that and it, it felt so good. Like the helper's high really is a thing. And you know, it's, it's amazing. And it really opened my eyes, but we also did little things like Lauren, she bought flowers for a friend. Uh, walked a friend's dog. She bought coffee for her concierge, which is actually funny because. <laughs> so yeah, yeah go tell ahead. the story, Lauren. It's no, sometimes I... like it's a nice thing, but so <laughs> so she's like, okay, you know what? One of the ways I'm going to give is I'm going to call a friend in need. I'm going to go meatless for a day. You know, I'm going to donate some clothes. And we did all these wonderful things, and we continue to incorporate them into our into our everyday, like even just opening the door for someone can count as a way of giving back. So, so anyway, so Lauren's like, oh yeah, you know what? I'm going to offer my concierge a coffee. And the funny thing is that he then saw that as, oh, she likes me. <laughs> but he, I think he also saw it as like, Lauren offered him and he was like, yes, can I get the most expensive drink on the menu? It was so funny. <laughs> I was like, next time someone offers me a coffee, I'm going to order up a big fancy macchiato or whatever they're called. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, it, it really does. It feels so good to give back. And it also, it brought so much gratitude to my life. Like volunteering at that church and feeding the homeless just makes you so grateful for having a home and like having your own food. Like I remember coming home that night and making dinner and I was like, you don't think of all of the stuff you have which is yeah. our whole podcast. It's all the excess, which is taking away from our lives, but coming back and just being grateful for what you do have, it, it puts things into perspective. So it, it's a great challenge and it's a great podcast if you want to listen to it to get started. Yeah, definitely. And again, it's episode 46, how to be happy every day. Uh, so the next person we interviewed is Mark Champagne. He's the host of the Behind the Human podcast, and we spoke on mental minimalism. It's episode 47, Mental Minimalism. We spoke about how to manage our mental clutter by making space to reflect and recharge our minds. I remember he also came to Lauren's, our studio, and we had this very relaxing conversation. You know, mental minimalism is an area of minimalism that I think a lot of people forget you know, it's all about removing the excess so that we can actually create space for the things that we want to focus on. But it's also to have that clarity to meditate. And it's not even just meditation. It's just find time in your day to be still. I think that's, that's the ultimate goal. Because when we're still, then we're more present, right? Yeah, I feel like I don't want people to think minimalism 
gives you you're always just trying to get more time back so you can do other things or more things like sometimes the best part of minimalism is that it does give you time back to do nothing and it's so nice to just do nothing exactly which is really hard for me to do but um i've been working on it so yeah no for sure I, it's hard for me to calm my mind too and even we Kelly and I were supposed to record this podcast a little earlier and I went on a nice bike ride down lakefront and I was just biking so slowly looking at the water and I'm like it's so nice to just take my time even though I was supposed to be here podcasting <laughs> it, it is if you can find more time in the day to just relax and yeah it's worth it um so the next one was Jay Papasan. He was the best-selling author of The One Thing. This was episode 51, Focus on Your One Thing for Extraordinary Results. So in his book, The One Thing, it proposes that if we focus on the one most important task in any priority, we can cut through the clutter, simplify our workload, and achieve better results in less time and master what matters most. So if there is something you want to accomplish right now or you're working towards a goal, this book can really clarify or narrow down like the most important thing that you need to work on. And I I think in today's world, we are so distracted by so many different things and doing so many different things that we aren't even focusing on what is most important and the most important thing that's going to get us to where we want to go. So I highly recommend this book. I love this book. It really puts things into perspective. Amazing. Yeah. You know, I, I, I have to read that book. I can't believe I haven't read it yet. I mean, I listened to the interview with you two and it was super insightful. So again, definitely, definitely recommend you check it out. Episode 51. The next person we interviewed is the pioneer of minimalism. His name is Colin Wright. He's an author, blogger, and podcaster. He's the individual who inspired the minimalist to adopt this lifestyle. And you can hear about his story in the minimalist first documentary titled Minimalism, a documentary about the important things. And the episode that we interviewed him in is episode 54 titled Live Intentionally with Colin Wright. And you can find more information about Colin. You can follow his blog at xllifestyle.com. He's written over 30 books. And I actually listened to his podcast. It's called Let's Know Things. It's basically a soliloquy. It's only him and he's speaking about different, he'll just find a subject and then he'll go deep into that subject. It's amazing. Like he's a very, very smart guy. And we actually interviewed him right at the end of his U.S. tour. He took a tour bus all throughout the U.S. And he, and he was speaking, I believe he was speaking on how to design a more purposeful life. And uh, the next person we interviewed was Josh Davis, international best-selling author on productivity, episode 55, titled Achieve Amazing Productivity with author Josh Davis. From a productivity perspective, Lauren, you interviewed this guy. And honestly, that was one of my favorite episodes that you've, you've done. So yeah, this goes back into, so he wrote the book, Two Awesome Hours, but it's this like misconception that you need to spend like 10, 12, 14 hour days working on something. If you can just get two focused, consistent hours on something, you can make a world of progress and it allowed like you're gonna be at your peak productivity within those hours as opposed to like constantly trying to work on things and i know i struggle with this i all day no matter what i'm doing i'm like i should be working i should be doing that 
But if I get that creative work in, preferably in the morning, I know I've accomplished something, I've worked towards something, and then you can kind of relax and go about your day because the day does, you know, get ahead of us. So it's just, it's a really good book if you're finding it hard to focus or you can't find enough time to work on something. Yes. So it's called Two Awesome Hours, Science-Based Strategies to Harness Your Best Time and Get your most important work done. And his simple steps include one, identify your most important work. Two, decide on the best time a day to do deep work, which may vary each day, right? I know for for you, Lauren, it's in the mornings. For me, it's at very late at night. So we're inspired at different times. Number three, create mindful conditions, both physically and mentally, to help you be at the top of your game. And so when I pulled that from your discussion, I was like, yes, like, okay, create the environment, think about when I work my best and take advantage of that time and make, you know, the two hours that you, you take to get a task done in in a focused environment may be so much more successful than the four hours you would have taken in the afternoon. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you get time back and from the discussion, you'll also learn the surprising cognitive and performance benefits of letting your mind wander. So again, episode 55, check that out. The next person we interviewed is Hamza Khan. Oh, I can't say enough about him. Uh, best-selling author of The Burnout Gamble and more recently, uh, Leadership Reinvented is his second book. He's been on the podcast three times. So the first time he came on the podcast, Lauren and I interviewed him together. It's called, it was episode 56, Let's Talk About Burnout. And then I interviewed him a second time in episode 70 titled, Let's Talk About Burnout Again. And most recently in episode 98, we talked about burnout and reinventing leadership. So the difference between the three episodes, first episode, we talked about how to manage signs of burnout and beat symptoms of burnout on our own because some symptoms can be managed by us. And then into our second and third conversations, we really dive deep into how there are some symptoms of burnout that are out of our control and that there are factors outside of us that are influencing burnout. And we pointed to leadership. That's what his latest book speaks on, how it's very important that we reinvent traditional leadership to prevent workplace burnout. And he talks about what some companies are doing to create happier and healthier work cultures. Super, super powerful discussion. And I know it's going to be an ongoing discussion. I'm sure we're going to have a fourth and a fifth interview. So I'm excited to watch him grow. So if you feel like you feel signs of burnout, definitely check out those episodes. Yeah. Kelly and I both love him so much. He's so well-spoken and well-informed. So I highly recommend them. Yeah. Yeah. And then the next one was Delaney Fisher. So she's a simplicity coach and the famous podcaster behind the self-helpless podcast. It was episode 57, Live Authentically with Delaney Fisher. And then we interviewed her again, episode 87, Simplify Your Goals with Delaney Fisher. So she shared an open reflection on her minimalist journey. Those are my favorite. I love listening to when people start minimalism and, and she provides tips to help you design a lifestyle that is most authentic to you. Some of the themes we talked about was living authentically, making time for self-reflection, letting go of stuff, sustainable lifestyle practices, veganism, and time blocking. Yes. Oh my gosh. And something you, we should mention is, uh, so she's a simplicity coach and actually Lauren has uh, worked with her one-on-one because Lauren was 
was, and you will continue to pursue comedy. And she really helped you. Yeah, she, she used to be a comedian. So if you kind of are looking into getting started in a creative pursuit, like a podcast or a book or just really anything, she's a, I would reach out to her because she can really give you guidance and structure and direction into starting that side hustle. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's specifically helpful for those who have a business idea and don't know where to start, are looking to turn a hobby into a business. And or who are just looking to work more effectively. And oh gosh, she's so calming and it's just so authentic, like just such a real person. And that's why we love her so much. Yeah. And she's fun. Like she was a comedian. She's oh, hilarious. She's, really she's very down to earth. We're like, sorry, we don't swear on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard sometimes because we, you know, we are a clean podcast. And so sometimes I'm like, like Lauren will say a word. I'm like, oh, is that okay? <laughs> Yeah, take that out. <laughs> exactly. If I'm not talking very much, it was probably because I was swearing. Way to take it out. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, so the next person that we interviewed is actually our number one most downloaded episode. So wow. yes, it's episode 61 titled Build a Conscious Closet with Erin Orbach. And she is from Booty Ecoware. So Erin Borgak is a fellow minimalist and she's an advocate for sustainable living and sustainable fashion. She's the brand manager behind the sustainable and ethical clothing line called Booty Ecoware. And we talk about how slow fashion brands like Booty are helping kick fast fashion. It's a really, really deep dive into the future of sustainable clothing and how it's important that we live this way and to reduce our carbon footprint and approach fashion in a more ethical way. And uh, you can actually learn more about this line, Bootywear, at bootywear.com. So Bootywear, I love Bootywear. They actually gave us uh, both leggings, Bootywear leggings, and absolutely love them. I've lived in them throughout the pandemic. And, uh, you know, I've actually got asked about them on the street, which is really interesting. So yeah, no, I love them. And I've washed them zillion times. And, you know, they're, they look brand new. So really happy with that. Anyways, the next person I interviewed uh, is Mac Whale. So Mac Whale is my good friend and a mentor figure. He is a PhD and MIT alumnus who is highly experienced with the bullet journal method. And this is also our like one of our most downloaded episodes as well. He inspired me to adopt the bullet journal method. And uh, the episode is episode 66, the bullet journal method with Mac Whale. In this discussion, you will learn how the bullet journal method can help you declutter your mind, manage distractions, improve your productivity, and create space for reflection. And Again, it's one of our most talked about episodes. We receive DMs all the time about this. You know, a lot of people have really adopted the bullet journal method as part of living a minimalist lifestyle. I still use it every single day, Lauren. I love it. Yeah, I fill it out. Yeah, but I've changed it over the years. So I think in more recent episodes, I talked about it. You know, I used to be very set in my ways of how I was using it and just like jotting down my tasks for the day. But um, before and after my recent discussion with author Nir Al, he really inspired me to not do that and to really time block my calendar even more so that I'm making the most out of my time. Because I used to be like, oh yeah, I've got all these things to do. And then I would take seven hours to do them when I could have done them in two hours. So, so I've, I've changed my layout, but I still use the bullet journal method. The next person we interviewed is Julian Brass, best-selling author and anxiety coach, episode 68 titled 
Own Your Anxiety with Julian Brass. I recently mentioned that I've been feeling a little bit of anxiety recently, and I've actually opened his book up again because he has some incredible tips. We talk about how anxiety can be a positive force and how we can manage feelings of anxiety naturally by adopting mindful lifestyle habits such as holistic wellness and positive psychology. And uh, his goal in all this and his mission in life, like he's a thought leader in this space now, his goal is to ultimately help all of us own our anxiety. So rather than seeing it as a negative, turn it into a positive. And uh, anyways, his book has such incredible tips. I actually leave it beside my bedside table as a reminder. And uh, yeah, I mean, something that I realized recently is, you know, with this lifestyle, I wake up every day feeling so happy and purposeful, inspired. I feel like I have a sense of meaning and I'm excited to attack every day, so to speak. But I've also recognized that I have been waking up with a form of anxiety. And I asked myself like, okay, why do I feel this way? And I was like, okay, well, I feel like this way because I feel like I'm always I feel like I feel behind. I feel like I'm behind. I've got all these ambitions. I got all these things I want to do. And I've quickly realized that you can't think like that. You need to be in the present moment. You need to be okay with this is good enough. So I'm starting to remind myself that, you know, take 10 minutes of meditation, but also when you're working, be fully present in that work. Don't think about all the other things that you need to get done. So, so it's really been helping me over the past couple of weeks thinking that way. Yes. Sometimes when I'm anxious, I'm like, how can I have anxiety? I'm a minimalist. (laughs) I know. I I couldn't imagine how much anxiety I would have if I wasn't because my life is super simple and I still get anxious. Yeah. And the only thing that helps me when I feel behind or that I have so much to do or like I can't keep up with other people is I'm like, I'm just going to go at my own pace in life and I just slow down. Like, you don't have to accomplish your goals in three months. It, who cares if it takes you two years? You, you'll still get there. And slowing down can really take away that like anxiety and wanting to do everything at once. And it can make it better sometimes if you if you go slower. So yes, I, I completely agree, Lauren. And you know, one of the reasons why we're you know taking a little pause in the podcast is so that we can create that space again. And you know, Lauren and I are building this product. You know, we have the podcast and. You know, I don't know if many of you know, but I edit our podcast, you know, I write the descriptions. And so there's a lot of work involved, as many of you imagine. Actually, someone wrote us a note on on Instagram recently saying, oh, gosh, like, thank you so much. I know how much work goes into it. And I was like, thank you. Like, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's so nice. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like, you have no idea how much that means to me because it's, it's a lot. And, but it's also like a passion. So it's like, I don't want to press pause, but I know it's important for our mental health and, and, and just to step back and it will make future podcasts even better. So it's, it's a good decision. Uh, you know, it's only a few weeks and uh, we'll be able to focus on this really, really exciting product that, you know, gets me so excited every day. So anyways, we'll tell you about it soon. So the next person we interviewed is Erin uh, Flynn. She's founder of Cladwell. It's a personal styling app and uh, the episode's episode 72, clean out your closet with Erin Flynn. I really enjoyed this one-on-one discussion with her. So I interviewed her. She shares tips on how to clean out your closet and build a capsule wardrobe using the clothes you already own. And she also suggests in this episode that you have a closet clean-out session with your friends. Uh, We interviewed each other, gosh, back in the beginning of the pandemic, I believe. And so 
it was, you know, she was recommending, hey, people, if you, you are distance, have a little party over Zoom and start cleaning your closets together, turn up the music. And uh, yeah, it's a really cool app. It's called the Cloudwell app. And uh, it's a personal styling app that helps you let go of clutter and maintain a simple wardrobe that you will wear and love. So basically you upload images of the clothes that are in your wardrobe and they will actually put together outfits for you. So that based on the weather too, it's very, very cool. Anyways, check it out, Cloudwell app. And the next person we interviewed, I'm going to turn this to you, Lauren. So the next person we inter- or I interviewed was Una Duncan, and that was episode number 74, Build Sustainable Health and Fitness Habits with Una Duncan. And you guys love this podcast. We got so many downloads. We got so much great feedback. So um, much, Lauren. I can't even begin to describe. People yeah. love this episode. She yeah. is amazing. Her book is hilarious and it's very practical too. So Una talks about how to simplify your health and fitness goals. Uh, she shares background on her health and fitness movement called Fit Feels Good, which emphasizes health and fitness over weight loss and encourages feeling good today and putting sustainable healthy habits into practice. And yeah. in our discussion... She shares simple lifestyle strategies to help you transform your mindset and feel empowered to make healthy choices that will fulfill your goals for the rest of your life. It's a very entertaining podcast. Her book is so funny and engaging. So if you're really struggling with having healthy habits, which we all do, it's just a great reminder and kickstart to like get back into eating vegetables and exercising and getting your sleep and drinking your water. And it, it's just, it's very entertaining. Highly and she is like no filter. I love her. She, yeah. she is so relatable. She'll make you feel like you're in her camp and everything will be okay. Like I, that's what I loved about her. Yeah. And her book is very lighthearted. Like it's not like, this is what you need to do to be healthy. It's just, it's a fun, educational, lighthearted read. Yes. Yeah. And she's, yeah, again, she's such a personality and it's so funny. So after Lauren conducted that interview, I told my dad about it. I was like, oh yeah, this lady. He's like, oh, I know that name. <sighs> my dad knew her mom from like 20 years ago. It's so random. It's, Canada is very, very small. Everybody. small. <laughs> you know, I, I, I probably, I may not know your friend, but who knows? Uh, Tor- uh, Toronto is kind of a small city, but uh, but yeah, every every time I go to the States, people are like, oh, do you know my friend George? I'm like, ah, no. <laughs> Canada's bigger than you think, but it also is very, very small. Uh, so the next person we interviewed, or I interviewed, is Diane Bowden. Super, super popular in the minimalism space. She's an author and the host of the Minimalist Moms podcast, and she's a mom to three. So for all the moms and dads out there, this episode is super, super interesting. It's episode 75, Minimalism for Families. And Diane shares her minimalism journey and her simple living strategies for moms and dads today. So she believes that the best way to influence your partner and children is to lead by example, which is super powerful. And she shares advice on how to instill these practices into your family network. And even if you are not a mom or dad, like I found like this discussion with her so interesting because, you know, I do want to be a mom one day. I know you do as well, Lauren. And so it's just so interesting how 
you know, living this way, like there's certain things that you can do to really instill it in your family. And, you know, she also talks about like how to manage a partner who's not a minimalist, how to, how to influence them to live more simply. And Diane is such a sweetheart. I loved interviewing her. So definitely check out that episode, episode 75. The next person I interviewed was Lisa Celebitas. She's a certified KonMari consultant. So this is episode 78, Tidy the KonMari Way with Lisa Celebitas. This is an interesting conversation because we got to talk about the KonMari method, which is a method of organizing your things that that actually Marie Kondo uh, invented. So it's a system of simplifying your home that was created by Marie Kondo, who is considered a minimalist consultant uh, author. She's the minimalism celebrity, really, in the majority of people's minds. Whenever you say, whenever I tell anybody we do a podcast on minimalism, they're like, oh yeah, Marie Kondo. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Marie Kondo is always the first person that comes to mind, I guess, because she became so popular on Netflix. Uh, So Lisa, in this episode, she shares the six KonMari principles that can help you build positive organizational habits to keep a simple and organized home. I really enjoyed that discussion with Lisa, wonderful lady. And uh, yeah, she, she does some amazing things. She's in New York and she does virtual uh, sessions with people around the world, helping them organize their closets. It's amazing. If you follow her on Instagram, she transforms these closets. Again, her name's, she's at Lisa Silvitas, and uh, you can find more information in episode 78. So the next person, Greg McEwen. So Greg McEwen is an international best-selling author of the book, Essentialism, which is my favorite book I've ever read in my life, uh, next to the book Mindset by Carol Dweck. And I was so happy to interview him. What a pleasure to interview Greg McEwen amazing thought leader. And he's been interviewed by some of the biggest podcasters in the world. Episode 85 titled Pursue What's Essential with Greg McEwen. And we discuss his book called Essentialism, The Discipline Pursuit of Less. And in our discussion, he shares key insights on how to achieve the clarity to pursue what he says, the right thing in the right way at the right time. And if you listen to this episode, you'll be inspired to do these things. You'll be inspired to identify what's essential to you, eliminate the non-essential in your life, and adopt an essentialist mindset, which Greg calls a life lived without regret. And uh, I'm actually, I love this book. I'm, re- I'm going to be starting to read his second book, Effortless, which yes, comes out in four days. <laughs> oh, you know, you're, you're excited to read it too. Okay, perfect. Did you get it on Audible? Um, no, I book, I, I like pre-ordered okay. it. It comes out on April 27th. Yes. And this episode will be coming out, I believe after that date. So it'll be out by the time this episode is aired. So, so everybody check it out. It's called Effortless and, uh, yeah, Greg McEwen and this podcast is what's essential. Uh, check him out. He's incredible. An amazing thought leader. You know, he speaks on essentialism and we speak on minimalism. It's basically two of the same thing. So definitely check that episode out, episode 85. The next person we interviewed was, and we interviewed this lady together, Lauren, Meg Nordman. What a pleasure. So she's a fellow minimalist and author of the book, Have Yourself a Minimalist Christmas. So we interviewed her in December and the episode is episode 88, Simplify the Holidays with Meg Nordman. So she is actually a former self-proclaimed maximalist turn minimalist and she shares tips to help you simplify your home, your calendar, 
and your budget leading up to the holiday season so that it's not a stressful time of year. So you'll be inspired to slow down, save money, and adopt the mindset of doing and buying less so that you can achieve simplicity this season and any time of year. She had so many amazing, sustainable ideas as well to dress up your home during the holidays. You remember that, Lauren? Yeah. And I love Christmas. Like I'm a diehard Christmas fan and I'm a diehard minimalist. So you can do both. And she gives you so many practical tips. And I've always enjoyed the holidays the way she recommends. Like bake gingerbread men, go skating, you know, watch Christmas movies, listen to Christmas music. Like there's so many ways to enjoy Christmas instead of just buying each other a bunch of stuff. So yeah, it's just, it's such a practical episode and it, it's so fun to listen to around the holidays and get ideas and get inspired on how to be more creative around Christmas and enjoy the holidays without this mass consumerism. Yeah. She also talks about gift giving and gift receiving and what to do in those scenarios where you feel like, you know, your relatives want to give you gifts, especially if you have kids and how to communicate that they don't need anything. Uh, so we, we also have those discussion as well, which can be super, super helpful. So the next person I interviewed most recently is, more recently is Patrick J. McGinnis. He's an international best-selling author and the man who coined the words FOMO and FOBO. So FOMO being the fear of missing out and FOBO meaning the fear of better options. So it's episode 92 titled Overcome FOMO and FOBO with author Patrick J. McGinnis. And Patrick, he lives in New York, wonderful guy, great discussion with him. So he's very, what I love about him is he's, he's very to the point. His podcast is FOMO Sapiens. It's one of my favorite podcasts. Check it out. Incredible. He's also interviewed Greg McEwen. So in our discussion, we talk about his latest book, The Fear of Missing Out, called FOMO, practical decision-making in a world of overwhelming choice, which we can all relate to. And we talk about practical strategies to help you manage your, what he calls foes. And you'll learn how to push past the indecision and take back control of the way you live and work. It was such a fun episode to do. And I took a lot away from that discussion because even now, Everyone's like, oh, don't you have FOMO? You know, aren't you seeing all your American friends kind of living their lives again while you're in lockdown in Canada? And I was like, no, actually, I don't know. Have, have, I can manage my foes now. <laughs> and I've learned from this guy named Patrick who coined the word. <laughs> it's really cool. So definitely check that out. He also has a book titled The 10% Entrepreneur. I don't know if you've read, have you read that, Lauren? No, I haven't. Okay. So The 10% Entrepreneur is an amazing book because if you are pursuing something on the side of your full-time job, like he, he gives you the tips you need to start your dream without quitting your job, to start that side hustle and maintain that side hustle without quitting your full-time job until it's the right time. So recommend that book as well. Patrick, such a sweetheart. He was like, at the end of our discussion, he's like, I actually have a relative who's in, who's Canadian. Like he, he just loves Canadian. So it was, it was a very cute discussion. And, uh, yeah, I hope to. Um, I hope that you and I can actually connect with him when we're in New York the next time we're there. So, For so sure. definitely check out the episode. Uh, the next person we interviewed, Brian Kozlowski. Yeah, so he was or he is the best-selling author of the book, The Jane Austen Diet. This was episode ninety-four, a simple historic take on diet and exercise. What I loved about this book is that I feel like health. I'm really into like I love reading about health. <laughs> 
That's um, why all your discussions are on. Yeah, like, they are almost always it. on yeah. health. But like, I grew up chubby, so like, I I enjoy reading this stuff. I find it fascinating. And his approach was just so I, I want to say old school because he wrote about Jane Austen and how it parallels with health practices. And he discussed these time-tested wellness strategies for that have worked for over two centuries. And it just gives a simpler perspective on health. So he, Brian's so great. I, he actually mailed me his other book, his newest book. And it's funny because I don't read physical books, <laughs> but I, I did because of this one, because he sent it to me. But he's just, he's such a sweetheart. The book, The Jane Austen Diet, it's just such a light, easy read about things that we've been doing for hundreds of years to be healthy without noticing like waking up and pushing dinner or pushing our breakfast back a little bit to like stay in the fasted period which is good for our bodies and going for a walk in the morning to like calm our minds and get in physical activity so it's just all of these things that we've kind of always done, but we complicate these days. So yeah, I'm he ba- yeah, he basically says that diet and exercise doesn't need to be complicated. And uh, in his book, he explores the Regency period. And he talks about the Regency period to remind us that food and exercise and mental management doesn't need to be challenging. And, and he actually reminded Lauren and I, like he reminded us that walking is actually a really good exercise. You don't need to yeah. kill yourself. Yeah. At the gym. I, I love walking. It's And I've read recently that if you go outside and exercise, it's called green exercise and you get the benefits, the physical benefits, as well as the mental benefits. So if you can just get up and go for a walk every day, it will do wonders for your health. So true. So true. And we received quite a bit of feedback from this episode over social as well. Wow. Like it was so relatable and I didn't realize like, I was always pushing myself so hard in the gym when really like there's other ways of exercising, you know, you don't need to hurt yourself. Right. Yeah, There are still times I'm like, I got to do squats and burpees. And then I'm like, no, actually I don't need to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Get um, sucked into the fitness industry, but health is very simple at the end of the day. It really is. It really is. So the last interviewee that we've interviewed and that I've interviewed is Nir Al. He is oh, an international best-selling author and so happy to interview him. He's a behavioral design expert and it's episode 97, How to Conquer Distractions with author Nir Al. And in our discussion, Nir shares solutions to help you create what he calls traction and become indestructible, which is what he says to do what you say you will do. So this episode will really, really help you understand the distractions that are in your life and give you the tools you need to manage them or remove them. So you'll get advice on how to manage your internal and your external triggers. So the internal triggers that are in your mind and those external, those in your environment that are in your environment, like what you can do to manage them. And also how you can use your technology, such as our smartphone, to get the most out of our time. It's such an engaging conversation. Nir is very to the point. It's information packed, super, super practical tips. Highly recommend you check his book out. It's called Indistractable. It is a game changer. It changed my life. You know, it's, it's funny, Lauren. I, you know, I remember, I remember there's a point in my life where I'm like, 
maybe I should get one of those jars where I put my phone in the jar or, you know, I, you know, some people they'll put a candy bar in the jar so that, and then they'll, they'll lock it and they'll put a time on it so they can't eat it. Right. So it's like to, to get, a, get, get the distraction away from you. But, uh, I definitely have more self-control than that, but it's just sad to see that those products exist, that it's come to the extent where we need to put our phones in something and then put a timer and lock it so that we won't touch it. Like that's, that's an addiction. Yeah. You just yeah. shut it off. If I shut my phone off, I'm too lazy to turn it back on. So yeah. Well, you've kind of mastered that part of your life, which is great. But uh, but yeah, this episode has changed my life. This book has changed my life in so many ways. Definitely, definitely give it a listen if you haven't already. And uh, yeah, we're we're coming to a close, Lauren. So uh, I wanted to just brief a couple other episodes that we had. Uh, so I shared a couple of essays that I've written for Minimalism Life. So the first, I believe it's The Minimalist Mindset. And again, you can check out these articles on minimalism.life. And we also shared a few interviews that I've done. Episode 86, Reset Your Life Through Minimalism. Uh, That was an interview with the Feel Free podcast. Episode 49, titled Adopt a Minimalist Lifestyle. I was actually interviewed by Hamza. Uh, Hamza Khan, his podcast, Ideas Into Action. And uh, I was also interviewed on the Behind the Human podcast, which is an incredible podcast. Check it out. It's episode 63, titled Our Minimalist Story. So you were a part of that as well, Lauren. And then the Winning Streaks podcast, episode 67, titled Living a Meaningful Life. And of course, our one-on-one discussions, Lauren. Oh my gosh, we've, we've, we've shared feedback surveys with our audience in the past. And we've learned that it's kind of a 50-50 split between our, our interviews and our one-on-one discussions. Everybody, you, you guys seem to like both equally. So, so that's wonderful to know. Uh, and it's wonderful to hear that you guys love our one-on-ones, just you and I talking. I actually really enjoy those episodes as well. Yeah. I love that you guys enjoy just hearing us go back and forth talking about different subjects on minimalism. So Yeah, I think it's like really relatable and like we can just be very laid back and have that conversation and it's very natural and, you know, and it's so cute. Like I, I, you know, I love it when we get feedback and like, oh, you know, I love how authentic you guys are. And I I love hearing that because we're just being ourselves and um, it feels good to to feel like people can, you know, really relate to us. So, so yeah. So just to summarize a few of our episodes, uh, our one-on-one episodes, a few that really stand out. Episode 25, Live Like a Minimalist. Episode 40, Digital Minimalism. Episode 45, Emotional Minimalism. Episode 50, Reflections on Minimalism. Episode 53, Minimalism and Vulnerability. Episode 58, Minimalism and Mindfulness. Uh, Episode 61, Build a Conscious Closet, again, with Aaron Orbach. Episode 62, Imperfect Minimalism. Episode 73, Minimalism Crash Course, and more recently, episode 77, Misconceptions About Minimalism, which was a fun discussion because I find that whenever we tell anybody about our podcast, like, oh yeah, this and this and this about minimalism, I was like, uh, no, I don't live in a shack with one one pair of shoes. Like I, you know, people just <laughs> make the biggest assumptions. It's so funny. I had jeans and a black t-shirt on yesterday and I yeah. was like, oh no, I'm like the 
typical minimalist now <laughs> or the statistical minimalist. We kind of are though in ways. I mean, yeah, we are a lot in ways. We are a lot in ways. I mean, we both love our black and white clothes. We, 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 we do live in very, but again, as we always say is that this lifestyle is imperfect, but also a minimalist lifestyle looks different for everybody because it's about creating a meaningful life for you that is very intentional around the things that you love and around the things that you enjoy doing, right? So everybody's space is going to look different. The, I think the only thing that really is in common is that you're living simply and you're living intentionally. And so your space isn't cluttered, right? And um, you're more mindful. So you're, you, you manage the mental clutter as well. So, and uh, just to close, I wanted to just share our top five most downloaded episodes since we started in 2018 and then go into the top five most downloaded episodes over the past three months. So to date, our most popular episode was episode 61, Build a Conscious Closet with Aaron Orbach. Number two, episode 71, Declutter and Simplify Your Life. The third is episode 80, Minimalist Lifestyle Tips. Fourth is episode 56, Let's Talk About Burnout with Hamza Khan. And the fifth is episode 66, The Bullet Journal Method with Mac Whale. And the top five most downloaded over the past three months this year is episode 91, Let's Talk About Less Is Now. We talk about the Less Is Now Minimalist Documentary. And it is such a good documentary. We loved it. Anyways, definitely check that out. Number two, episode 95, Minimalist Lifestyle Q&A. Uh, number three, episode 92, Overcome FOMO and FOBO with Patrick J. McGinnis. Episode 97, Conquer Distractions with Nirayal. And episode 96, A Simple Historic Take on Health with Brian Kozlowski. So those are our top five today for this, uh, this, this year. So yeah, no, so this was so much fun, Lauren. Oh my goodness. Like I, looking back, thinking about all the people that we've interviewed, isn't, that, isn't it amazing? I know it's crazy. It's crazy. It's almost been three years. Yeah. It's going to be three years for us. August 19th. Isn't that cool? Yeah. So we're going to have to celebrate. I mean, we were, I think here in Toronto, we're going to have two months of summer. So, you know, we're in lockdown right now. So hopefully we get a a little bit of a break and uh, we can, we can celebrate maybe with a coffee and croissant, maybe not in Italy, but but here. <laughs> yeah, hopefully if I can go to a coffee shop again. Imagine if we could fly to Italy. That would be incredible. Oh, that'd be so nice as a reunion. And record a podcast at the same table. Yes. Around your birthday. Your birthday's August 8th. That would be amazing. Yeah, that'd be amazing. We'll see where the restrictions are at that time. Exactly, exactly. So I guess this is our little bit of a farewell for now. Um, you know, we're going to say, say goodbye for the next few weeks. But in the meantime, definitely connect with us on social media at Millennial Minimalist, where we will be sharing some podcast updates for you. And uh, yeah, look out for our upcoming episode about our product launch, which we're so excited about. So we're going to help you declutter your closet and keep an organized closet for a lifetime. We're going to help you build the habits you need to build in order to maintain a very, very mindful closet that you are going to use and love. You're going to be able to pick an outfit within seconds every single morning. So yeah, I'm so excited to launch this. So stay tuned. (laughs) Stay tuned. Stay tuned. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. And we will talk to you very soon. Thanks again. Thanks so much, guys. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye.